snarky but one of his children <laughs> that's a good one okay um i got one that kind of ties into a show uh phil and i did on killers cults and nut jobs yeah yeah um i'm, I'm gonna kind of give you a little bit of background on this um george reeves yeah was an actor back in the 50s all right uh he played superman on television in, in the 1950s, uh, he did the show called The Adventures of Superman. Yeah? Yeah. And he played Clark, you know, Clark Kent, Superman. Mm-hmm. And he, the thing is, is he really wasn't, you know, the first couple seasons of the show, you know, he wasn't getting paid a lot. And he, he had been in, um, he'd, he'd done movies I got a movie over there in the stack that he did when he was um, yeah, just starting off. Huh? Gone with the Wind. Yeah, the Lost Cause Fat Fest that it is. Well, now here's what, you know, he had... Um, he really wouldn't... I think it was like the third season, third or fourth, happened... Okay, uh, spring of 1958, 104 episodes had been produced, and it looked like the show, you know, it finally yeah. looked like it was going to go off the air. Now, Reeves greeted the new with a mixture of happiness and regret. He would be free to pursue new roles, but it was difficult to give up the security of salary and fame, which brought to him from Superman, mm -hmm. as well as the real camaraderie among the actors on the Superman set. Now, he had married, um, married this woman by the name of, I'm, I'm, I know her last name is Mannix. Yeah. Ele Eleonora, Eleonora Needles. Mm. That's a weird name. No, I, last well, name. he was married to her, I think they, div they divorced and he, he started an affair with this lady named Tony Mannix. Mm -hmm. Now, um, so, like I said, 
by 100, 100 and, 104 episodes. Looks like it was going to run its course. Yeah. So, by the time the show ended, Reeves and Mannix were no longer seeing each other. In fact, sometime in early 59, he was engaged to Lenore Lemon, a 36-year-old socialite from New York who was divorced from her third husband. Yeah, you, re you really want to go for that, ladies, who's on the fourth rebound. You are the rebound. Now, according to the trades, he was going to marry Lemon in Mexico on June 19th, then go do a number of personal appearances in July in the United States and Australia as Superman. Mm-hmm. As the date approached, things seemed to be looking up for Reeves. That is, if no one is to believe that the continuing in the role of Superman would make him happy. He was kind of upset with the role because what happens with like a lot of actors, they get typecast. Mm-hmm. Happened What's to Adam... That? Huh? What's that? Typecast is like, if you're known for like one particular role... Yeah. That's all people see you as. Like um, mm. Adam West. When he did Batman... Mm-hmm. Everybody just, oh, it's Batman. Until it became the mayor of Quahog. And then it's, oh, hey, it's Mayor West. Right. Doing Mayor West kind of gave him a new life. Yeah. Now, it had been decided that there'd be another season of Superman in the fall. Nobody messes with Adam Wee. And, uh, you know, back in 56, he had done a movie for Disney called Western Ho the Wagons. What? He did a movie back in 1956 for Disney called West... Okay, Westward it's the 50s. Of course, it would be weird titled. Well, no, because they used to say Westward Ho to... <laughs> right. It's like you're telling someone you don't like to go west. Go west, Ho! <laughs> well, no, Ho was a way of getting the, your, the wagon train moving. I know. So, early on the night of June 15th, Reeves Lemon and a writer named Richard Condon. They went out for dinner and drinks. Mm -hmm. Now, Reeves and Lemon argued, as would be with any couple dating. As soon after, the three returned to the house on Benedict Canyon and Reeves went upstairs. Yeah. Now, he was going, he was going to go to bed. All right. Around midnight, two friends, William Bliss and Carol Van Ronkel, unexpectedly arrived and Lemon decided, you know what the fuck, I'm going to entertain my friends. So they're throwing a party on downstairs. Uh-huh. The, the noise was loud enough that at one point, Reeves came downstairs to complain, but he stayed long enough to exchange a few words and have a drink before going back to bed as a grumpy fuck. <laughs> we all turned down the noise. Oh, wait, you got highballs. Okay. <laughs> what is that? Corona beer. <laughs> Told you, break out the good shit. <laughs> now, we don't know how much time happened. He goes upstairs, was it five minutes or half an hour? Suddenly, they heard a bang. All so, right. all four people in the living room react to the sound of the gunshot. They go upstairs, and the actor was lying face up on the bed, butt naked. His feet were still on the floor, and a 9mm Luger was lying between them. A single bullet had blasted through his skull, traveling upward into the ceiling. So, but here's the thing. There was no suicide note. And after examining the crime scene and interviewing everyone who was at the party, police 
decided that Reeves committed suicide. Now, there's some conspiracy theories with this because the bullet ejected, and I will just talk about this a little bit, but a bullet had, the casing had ejected behind him, and he fell out of bed. Now, maybe he became back heavy. Don't know. Now, here's the thing. To, to continue on with the story, I'm giving you the little information here. We got this little boy here. His name's Tommy. All right. Now, Tommy watches Superman every day when he comes home from school. Yeah. And like I did with Batman, Tommy puts on a towel to be his cape. All right. Didn't the, you use a blanket? Yeah. But Batman had a cooler cape. Oh, no shit. Now, Tommy just does not believe that Superman killed himself. But see, Tommy knows where George Reeves Maybe lives. Maybe it was a kryptonite-lined bullet. Well, see, the thing is, Tommy knows where George Reeves lives because he passes the house every day. He lives mm -hmm. in he lives in Hollywood. Okay. You what? So, Tommy doesn't believe this. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Who would believe that someone just randomly shot themselves? Well, see, there's a story that some kid, and this was back in the days when kids could, you know, open carry without a permit. And I remind you, it is a kid who's carrying this gun. Mm -hmm. He he wanted to test out to see if Superman was really bulletproof. Because <laughs> you want to talk about how stupid children are now. This is in the 1950s, folks. So, you know, George thought real quick and told him, well, listen, bullets bounce off me, but, you know, you don't want to shoot me because a bullet bouncing off my chest might hurt someone else. So he talked the kid down from shooting him. That would have traumatized a bunch of kids right there. <laughs> Kid opens fire, Superman's laying there bleeding. Man of Steel isn't so steel now, is he? Man of Steel, you're <laughs> fucking aluminum foil there, buddy. Man of foil. Right. So, Tommy decided he was going to go sneak into Superman's house because he knew where he lived. Okay. But Tommy wasn't gonna go wasn't gonna sneak into the house at night because that'd be too dangerous. Batman and, would. Well fuck yeah, Batman would. But Tommy's parents had also beat his ass if they found out. Okay. Or at least ground him for life. We we're not sure because Tommy, you know Isn't grounding for life still kind of beating your ass? No. No, you just can't. See, when a little kid, ground, you could ground him for a week, and to them, you know, that's grounded for life. So... If you tell a kid he can't be a kid for a week, that's going to upset the child. Well, when you ground him, you take away, you know, they can't watch TV or anything, so they got to sit in the room and look at the crack grow even bigger in the wall. <laughs> so he decided... I'm pretty sure some kids would have killed their parents for that. I think some did. I might have covered them on Killers, Cults, and Nutjobs. Later in life. Right. Kids up After a, they became the killer, kids up in a clock tower or job. Kids up in a clock tower with a high-powered rifle shooting people because <laughs> mom and dad grounded them as a kid. 
<laughs> so Tommy decides he's going to wake up very early one morning, and he's going to sneak into the house. And he'd be back in his house before anybody knew he was gone. Was he wrong? So, the week before school was about ready to begin, because Tommy decided he's doing this at the end of the summer. Oh, why? Because when you go to school, you don't have time to sneak out of the house and go see if Superman's alive or dead. You can make time. True. So... This is the 50s. Schools didn't give a fuck what you did. Yeah. They still don't. Well... As long as you do what they want first. So, Tommy snuck on his jeans, slipped out of the house, just before 6 in the morning, like Dad was going to wake up soon to go to <laughs> fucking work. <laughs> now, there was a light mist in the air, and he was cold. Ah, uh, the nice smell of gunpowder. So, he began to ride his bike up Benedict Canyon, and soon he, pa he was Canyon. passing Clearview Drive... As a what? Benedict Canyon. Yeah, Benedict Canyon is out in California. Okay. So finally he was there. He was at Superman's house. Uh-huh. Now he looks around. No one's watching. He goes up the driveway to the garage. Makes a quick right. Goes down the sidewalk. He's at the front. You know, he goes between the front of the house and this low hedge. Now, he was worried he might get spotted at this point. Like, they ain't gonna see a kid fucking riding his bike up the street, you know, six How do you not see a child at six in the morning well, they could, they could riding your bike? They could have mistaken him for the paper boy. Paper boys used to go out that early. Because <laughs> big city newspapers used to do a morning edition and an evening edition. Oh my god, the 50s were fucked up. Hey, brought us happy days. Yeah, it may have brought you that, but also caused a lot of shit, too. So, you know, Tommy started, Tommy knelt down in the front of the living room window. Now, he was scared. And because he didn't anything before he leave the house, his stomach began to churn. Bro, you're at the point of no return. Right, you're at the, you mean, you're at the fucking point right there, man. You made it. To your victim's house, you're now thinking about, gee, I should have fucking aimed. Right. This was before McDonald's had the Motherfucker, you're at the point of no return. You can't think about food. It's do or fucking don't. Right. So, if he's going to look inside, he's going to do it pretty quick. The first light was dawning. As soon as he'd be visible to anyone walking out to get the morning paper. And besides, he had to get back home before his parents realized he was gone. Because back then, if you weren't in bed, first thing your parents did was call the police. They don't now. So Tommy, Tommy ginger, gingerly raised both hands and placed his fingertips on the windowsill. Then, ever so slowly, he stood up and peeked in the window. It was dark. Whoever was living there, if anyone was still in there, wasn't up yet. He let his eyes drift from one side of the room to the other, except for a few pieces of furniture. It was empty. Okay. Then, off to a corner, Tommy noticed a faint glow. 
He turned his gaze to the carpeted staircase that led to the second-level bedrooms. As he stared, a hazy shape began to coalesce about midway up the stairs. It was tall, and it was a man. Slow intro to the Superman theme starts playing. Then, incredibly, a large triangle began to form in the middle of the iridescent figure's chest. In the center, a large S. As the phantom came into focus, anyone, especially Tommy, could recognize who it was. Although his caped outline seemed almost gray, and not its usual bright red, blue, and yellow, it was unmistakable. It was Superman. Coming to find out he's just standing in his pajamas. His Superman printed pajamas. For what seemed like hours, although it was no doubt only seconds, the specter appeared to hover there on the stairs. Then, as if it were aware that someone was watching, the ghost slowly turned and looked straight at Tommy. Tommy knew that it was George Reeves because he'd recognize that face anywhere. Ghost? Yeah. He's already dead at this point? Well, yeah, because okay. when, jo when, when George Reeves shot himself, it went through his head. Okay. And up into the... The bullet passed through and went into the ceiling. And with that, the spirit glimmered once, twice, and was gone. You're going to have all that build up for two glimmers? <laughs> well, see, Tommy's not the only person who's seen George Reeves' ghost. Over the years, several subsequent owners of the house claimed that his spirit, often clothed in a Superman outfit, would appear to them in the bedroom where he died. How'd you like to be laying in bed, look up, and there's Superman staring at you? I'm dropping a brick in my pants. <laughs> it's okay, Superman's looking over us. He's here to protect us, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, but what if he's watching you do it with your woman? That's because he couldn't... No, that's Bob Crane. Okay, <laughs> wrong person. Who knows? He could be imagining it's Lois. Now, visitors have often reported... shredded her. <laughs> now, visitors have often reported seeing his specter in other locations of the house, as well as occasionally standing outside. Now, even though the show was long over, the character George Reeves so memorably portrayed for so many years has continued to have a seemingly eternal life. Does the ghost strike Superman poses with the fists at the hips, looking into the sun with the cape blowing? Now, George Reeves lies in a crypt at the Mountain View Cemetery and Mausoleum in Altadena, California. It was he buried in a Superman costume? I don't know. <laughs> if he was, that could be one hell of a way to get buried. Well, see, I know Bella Lugosi, the, the, the actor who portrayed Dracula in the 1930s yeah. movie. He's buried in one of the satin Dracula capes. Cool. Yeah, I think it was requested. He yeah. had it in his, you know... I would like to be buried in my Dracula <laughs> cape. What the fuck uh, that shit? Uh, uh. Right. <laughs> Throwing um, the fucking count from Sesame Street. Ah, ah, ah. Now I know. <laughs> well, I don't think Car I don't think Boris Car. No. 
Bella Lugosi is the only one from the Universal Monsters that's buried in his Dracula cape. His son has his son uh, Bela Jr. owns another one of the capes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he runs around saying he is the son of Dracula. Yeah, he's Alucard. <laughs> Alucard incarnate. Well, I mean, but seriously, you know, there's. There's controversy around George Reeves' death, and, and for those of you who are interested, if you could pull it up, Phil and I covered it on Killers, Cults, and Nutjobs. Who knows? Maybe he died in an attempt to see if him himself was bulletproof. No, um, they there's a lot. There's some people who think that he didn't commit suicide. Um, oh boy, one of those somebody people. Somebody hired someone to kill him. <laughs> someone hired. He has a body double in his place, and he's just secretly hiding somewhere. Right, he's on the same island with Jim Morrison. <laughs> yeah, but no, there's there's some people who honestly believe that he, because of the, of the way that the, they found the body and the bullet casing behind him, that you know, unless he was holding the gun upside down or holding it in such a way, he. Uh, he couldn't have murdered himself. Someone Maybe else. he dead shot at himself. You know, fucking ricochet that shit. <laughs> but no, you know, people have seen this ghost in the house, so that's, you know. But it's, it's always, it's funny, the man died naked, but yet his ghost is in the Superman outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his ghost is like, maybe I shouldn't be seen with my dong hanging out for everyone to see. I would. That's you! Honestly, man, I'm dying. I'm haunting people naked. Dad, I do not want to see your ghost in this house with your dick hanging out. Oh, you're going to know it's me because I'm going to scream. Boogie, boogie, boogie. I'm going to know it's you because you're going to be the only supernatural fucker naked in here. You'll be, t you'll be able to tell me by the smell of my farts. Oh, God, I hope your ghost don't smell that bad. People are going to be like, What's that dead animal smell? My children be like, oh, that's just my dad. My dad entered the room. How do you know it's your dad? It smells like his farts. My dad been... ripped ass at throughout the times I was growing up. I can tell it's his ass. What does it smell like? White Castle. <laughs> it's <Hot>, sick ass. <laughs> 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 I had to right <laughs> analysis <laughs> wafty wafty <laughs> smells like hot sick ass and a dead carcass that plus you know, buff you know how you can smell you walk into a apartment and you can smell what everyone's cooking on every floor it's like that plus crap Right. <laughs> All right. I hope you like. Well, and, and also this. I think this death of George Reeves. Yeah. Is kind of what, and we'll talk about it on a, on another show. All right. But I think it, it's what um. What kind of launched the uh, curse of Superman? Curse of Superman. Yeah. Why the fuck would Superman be cursed? Well, the, 
it's not so much Superman, it's the people who played Superman have all been cursed, or so they say, because... Oh. Um... At, you know, George Reeve killed himself. Um, mm -hmm. Christopher Reeve had the accident on the horse. Oh. You didn't know? About, no, that was before you were born. Um, mm -hmm. No, uh, what it was was uh, Christopher Reeve was a, a well-known horse rider. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know what the quite equestrian they call him, but he, he'd do these contests where horses would jump over fences and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, he was doing one of these, and the horse, I don't know if he didn't, if, let me, let me make sure, I want to get this part right, because, um, so is the current actor who plays Superman, uh, Tyler Hochin, no, I don't know, um, God, come on. I gotta. I'm waiting for this to pull up. So. All right. Because um. Did, did this this is a really weird one. All right. Okay. Uh, Kirk Allen was the yeah. first one to play Superman in uh, nineteen in two low budget nineteen forty movie serials. But he failed to find work afterward because he was too closely identified with the role as typecasting. Yeah. As a result, he was relegated to voiceovers, commercials, and uncredited screen roles. Now, he later, later appeared as Lois Lane's father in the 1978 Superman film. Alright. Now, he had Alzheimer's and, later in his life, and he died in 1999 at the age of 88. Well, he's lived a good life. Now, Lee Quigley, who played Superman as a baby in the, the same 1978 film, yeah. he died in 1991 at the age of 14 from solvent abuse. Puff and paint thinner. Maybe he liked the smell of it. Right. Now, we just talked about George Reeves. Mm -hmm. Now, Christopher Reeves. Was, was that his brother or no, son? No, diff difference... George Reeves has an N, Christopher Reeve, or an S, Christopher Reeve doesn't. Oh, now, now okay. Christopher Reeve is the Superman I grew up with. He did Superman, Superman 2, Superman 3, and Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Now, because he was closely identified with the character, it was difficult for him to acquire lead parts in other films. He was largely relegated to the Superman sequels and supporting roles. Now, he was paralyzed from the neck down after being thrown from his horse in a cross-country equestrian riding event on May 25th, 1995. He died on October 10th, 2004, at the age of 52, 15 days after his birthday. Now, there was no autopsy done, but his wife and his doctor both believed that he had an adverse reaction to a drug, adverse reaction to a drug. As but, anyone would think. But you know what's also kind of funny about about Christopher Reeve? Hmm. He went he went to Juilliard to study acting. Yeah. And he was in the same class with Robin Williams. 
and they were best friends. Nice. Because uh, the story I heard is when Reeve was laying in the hospital after the accident, um, Robin Williams came to visit him and did pretended that he was a Russian gynecologist who was coming to perform an operation on Chris. Now there's, you know, now there's some people who uh, who have not become. There's some people like Dean Cain. Yeah. You see him in T. Uh, he played um, Kara's stepdad in Supergirl, right. the TV series. Yeah. He played Superman in the '90s on the new Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. But they think he's escaped the curse because he's found other work. Yeah. Uh, Bud Collier, who voiced Superman in 41 to 43, Mm -hmm. he had a career hosting a game show called To Tell the Truth. And he returned to voice acting in The New Adventures of Superman in 1966. Brandon Roth. Yeah, he he did uh, Superman Retu- yeah Superman Returns, but Brandon went on to become Ray Palmer in in um, Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow. So he you know he made a terrible Superman movie, but he found success as the Atom. Nice. And Henry Cavell. Um, You know, he's gone on to great... Mm-hmm. He's done other roles since playing Superman. So, you know, there's people who have... They believe that there is a curse. Because uh, other people, like... Um, some of the supporting members, like... Uh, Marlon Brando and Margot Kidder and Richard Pryor, who were all in the Superman franchise with yeah. Christopher Reeve... Um, Brando died, Margot Kidder went insane, and Richard Pryor did drugs and set himself on fire and died of multiple sclerosis. He set himself on fire like Michael Jackson. No, uh, Michael Michael got... Pepsi set his ass on fire. No, Richard just let himself on fire because he was free basing cocaine. And then uh, Allison Mack, who... You might remember her as Chloe Sullivan from Smallville. Yeah. Well, they think she's part of the curse because she got busted being involved in a sex cult. <laughs> I'm not joking. She got arrested. <laughs> the sex cult was called Nexium, and she was part of it, and she got arrested. And you know, if anybody from Smallville does uh, like conventions now, they'll mm-hmm. sit there and say, "All right, first question." No, we didn't know she was involved in it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's George Reeves' Ghost and the Curse of Superman. All right. So, let's wrap this one up. All uh, right. You know where to find us. Anchor, Podcast Garden, all the fun places, the Facebook page. Leave a review. And for Creepy Tales, I'm Scotty J. I'm Alex. Catch you later, folks. Mm-hmm.